Welcome to the What's Your Drive podcast, where we talk all things Hirschbach and the trucking industry. Join us each week as we talk about news, safety, industry topics, tips and tricks, and more. And now your host, Bianca Sanchez. Hello, and welcome back to part two of our episode with Nick Forte, the Vice President of Maintenance for Hirschbach Motor Lines. Uh, we are going to jump right into it, so enjoy. So talking about some of the, the upgrades and, and things going on with our with our trucks, um, I, an article was released in HDT, which is heavy-duty trucking, and it, it kind of mm-hmm. caused a little bit of a, got a little stir going on, everybody talking about it, and uh, it was I think it was based on a panel that you were a part of and it was the how to realize returns on investing in truck upgrades. And so that's correct. Yes. In that article, um, they talked about Wi-Fi, mattress upgrades, upgraded seats. And, um, and I think most people are aware that Wi-Fi is now available. If you have the geo tab in your truck, um, you just need to reach out and we can get you set up with that. Um, but I've got a lot of questions on the mattress upgrades and the seat upgrades. Yes. So one of the things is I've worked with the driver advisor board and then also just asking uh, questions of our new drivers coming in. What are some of the most valuable things to our operators on the road? And well, there's, there's three things that tend to pop up. The mattresses are crap. The seat hurts my back. I'm in it for 12 hours a day. Why can't we get a good seat? And the third one is, is, why can't we go back to LED headlights? I can't see. I want LED headlights. So those are the those are the three prominent questions. So yes, I was on a uh, on a board and I really talked about, you know, what we're seeing as our environment changes. One being that um, we're seeing a lot more millennials and X generation become into trucking, and they're very much accustomed and astute to having internet. Um, most people nowadays have cut the cord. Most most people under the age of, you know, 35 um, really don't do traditional cable like direct TV or Mediacom. It's all a matter of just give me a high-speed internet and I'm going to Hulu. I'm going to Netflix. I'm going to uh, Disney+. Plus. That That's really where that evolution has changed. And it's really the matter of market dynamics. One, you put all this additional hardware on the back of the truck and if an operator makes a little bit of an oopsie where they jump the fifth wheel, that turns can turn into a four to six thousand dollar repair pretty darn quick. Uh, it generally pushes the uh, the satellite receiver through the back of the cab, and then if you're off just a little bit, it'll actually take out the radiator and condenser on the reefer. So you damage two pieces of equipment for just a simple oops, I jumped the fifth wheel. Um, really, we don't need that excessive hardware back there. Uh, case in point, that hardware that's just on the back there, the dome, the bracket, and the receiver, that's a $1,000 to to purchase that. Uh, so you've got additional expense of buying the hardware. Um, and then, then the, the, the problem comes to the point, well, if I damage it or jump it, who can repair it? So there, there's just a lot of expense there. It's to the tune that uh, in Hirschbach's world, we're doing about eight to $10,000 a week in just repairs on pushing the satellite dome through the back of the cab. And I, I don't even want to go down the road where, you know, manufacturers continue to lighten up the trucks and we've had domes that have pulled out uh, because the fiberglass, you, well, literally you have to take the back of the cab apart, put this plate in there in order to reinforce it so it doesn't fall off. So huge expense there um, that 
that really it pays dividends. One, um, it when you talk generation, they want Wi-Fi. Um, the second part is is the other other thing is is the mattresses. We we don't give an option on mattresses, so really want to talk about is giving you the option of doing a price share. So here's our standard mattress. It's a good mattress, but now I'm going to give you a, a, a you know basically a a premium and a platinum series. So you know give you give everybody a choice because mattresses uh, are very much a personal item. It's a personal preference. And the thing is, is you've got to get good night's sleep. Uh, and if you're not sleeping, then, you know, you're not safe. Your, 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 your day is just kind of exacerbated. Generally, if I'm not asleep, if I start my day off, generally what happens is some little thing makes me very irritable and then I'm just angry all day. And that doesn't help with the stress level and dealing with the traffic and stuff. So uh, the focus is to say, here's our standard mattress, but if you want uh, uh two or three options and that's what I'm looking at. I've got I've got two options now. I've got one more that's coming in through this uh, other company. It's a pretty good mattress. It's firm on one side. Uh, it's softer on the other side. In the in the middle of it is actually have density foam. So if you're if you're a team and you're running and you hit a bump, the bottom the person in the bunk doesn't bottom out to the wood on the bottom of the, the thing. So there's there's one of the things with the uh, with uh, mattress upgrades. The other thing is the seat upgrade. So what we're doing, and this was, I positioned this to the driver advisory board. We can take, uh, I'll use the example of a Freightliner Cascadia. So we have the premium interior. What does that mean? It means that you have Cascadia embroidered in the back of the seats and then in the back of the bunk. It's about a $300 expense to have all that Cascadia crap embroidered in on it. You can take that $300 and you can upgrade to Freightliner's premium seat with heating and cooling uh, with 21 multifunctional adjustments for the same amount. So let's take that $300 that we're using for something that's kind of dumb. I don't care if it's got Cascadia written over it. And give it to the drivers that really want the additional. I mean, you're driving a seat. I I, I have a car that does, that has the ventilated seat. I'm going to set, and I drive from here to Springfield, Missouri, probably every eight weeks, which is a 500-mile trip. I would not give up my ventilated seats after driving for eight to ten hours at a time. So I completely understand that. So that was really a lot of this on the on the seat came from the driver advisory board. Hey, we can take and uh, you know drop the this name badging off and give everybody a premium seat. With that being said, also I'm looking with Freightliner. And then I'm also talking with those of you that are in Navistars in, in Kenworth to say, what can we do to upgrade seats? So that would be a cost share. So, yeah, we've already got a standard seat in here, but if we want to upgrade to another tier seat where it's a lot more comfortable, um, I, I have folks that are a little bit shorter, say that they have a hard time reaching pedals in, in, on the seats that we currently have because there's not as many adjustments. So, Really, it's a matter of making it more comfortable, more driver-friendly, driver and it's a cost share. So if you say, here, there's two other seats, that one's $100 more than the other's $200 more. If you want to do that, more than happy. I mean, you make your living driving in that seat, so you better be comfortable because if you're not comfortable, you're not focused, and if you're not focused, you're not safe. It's just the way it rolls out. And I, I have a, a terminology. We can't raise rates enough to offset accidents. 
So we've got to have a good, safe driver out there. And it starts with driver comfortability and good rest. Um, so that that's really kind of where I was on this heavy-duty uh, investing in truck upgrades is that if we take and we caution some of this, or even from the, the beginning of factory, we look at what we're spending and make some tweaks to where we give the premium things that the drivers need and want, it's a win-win. Absolutely. So for the for the upgraded seats that you're talking about with the Freightliner, these are the ones that are going to be coming out later this year when we get a new batch of trucks in, correct? That, that, that is correct. Uh, but I'm also looking and I'm working a deal with Freightliner. We're, we're in the process of price, the price bidding where if we wanted to upgrade current drivers, whether they be in Freightliner, International, whatever, uh, that we could give them a premium seat if, if they wanted to pay the hundred or two hundred dollar up, up, you know, upgrade. Okay. Uh, so it's all about really making sure that we're giving people options because seats and beds are very much a custom preference. Um, I mean, even for some of us, you know, you got spouses. Your your significant other may like it firm and hot. I prefer it soft and cool. So it's very much a personal preference, and we just have to realize that. And the cost effect is we're, we're spending money on trucks that on things that are not necessarily of value. It gives us no value, but a good seat that's ventilated and stuff gives us excellent value because it takes care of our most important asset, our driver. So the the upgraded seats for current trucks is, is in the works. Um, mattress, it is in the works. Mattress upgrades, are they able to do that now or? Yeah, we, we do have, we, we do have some upgrades, uh, Denton and, uh, East Dubuque have uh, some upgraded mattresses. There's some more stuff coming. Unfortunately, uh, the, with the current conditions with the COVID and corporate travel and stuff mm-hmm. locked down, uh, the company that I'm, I'm working with is going to send me a couple samples. Uh, and then I'm also looking at taking a one or two samples at both Mammoth and in East Dubuque of seats and let people set in them and say, okay, here's this, 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 and this. What do you think? Um, and then we can kind of put price points and say, you know, this is $100 more, this is 150 this is 200 and, and give everybody the option to kind of see what we're doing because, you know, I I, I don't drive every day, um, mm-hmm. but I respect the people that do, and I just want to make sure that they're safe and comfortable. Absolutely. So it's an individual preference, and I want to give people options. I think that's the most important thing. Now, if they want to take advantage of the mattress upgrade, do they just need to talk to someone in the shop when they come through? Yes. Um, and what what we may be doing is uh, we're getting ready to start bringing in some Chrome shop stuff. Uh, so these will be objects like uh, hubcaps, some after treatment, or not aftermarket lighting, like chicken lights that are Hirschbach approved. You don't have to get a hold of me to get approval. Uh, so kind of like the Hirschbach Chrome Shop Mafia, so to speak. Very nice. I just want to give I want to give operators the opportunity to personalize their ride, trick their, trick their truck, so to speak. And, you know, uh, I, I think everybody doesn't want to do what Ford did. You can have any color you want as long as it's black. I, <laughs> I we're very much a custom society, and people like to have a little bit of flavor. And I think we need to do that. And uh, Brad has challenged me, and so's Jelaine, and we're uh, we're finalizing the bids. I should have them either this week or next week on some additional items that we can 
be able to purchase. And Bianca, I'm, I haven't really talked with you, but this may be something we can do through the company store as well. Very cool. I am sure that uh, Bailey and I would be very excited to have these offered through the store. So one of the other, um, it's not necessarily an upgrade, but it is uh, in a way. We talked about uh, about a month or two ago, the carrier APUs on the trucks. And I know APUs have been a, a hot topic for us. Um, and I, or a cold one. Yeah. yeah. On what, what <laughs> very true. Very true. Um, and so, but I know everybody's talking about APUs. So if you will give us a little clarification on that. One of the things that we've heard from our, our contractors was that the current idle solution technology for driver comfort wasn't working. Um, you know, on our 2019 model year trucks, we, uh, we elected to go down the path where we put these stop and start features on the truck for idling, set the temperature. And, uh, you know, really it's been a, a plethora of complaints from our <clears throat> operator associates. Um, the truck wakes them up when it starts. There's too much variation in the thermostat. And, you know, Brad and I have talked and, uh, I, I agree with our operators. It's, it's just not working for them. So, uh, I set out to, uh, find a, a, diesel fired APU and you know currently we we were putting thermal keys on there uh, on the trucks before we started this this process with the start stop and um, they were expensive uh, by the time you figured install and everything we were looking over from 15 to 17 thousand dollars per truck um, what we've done is we've worked with carrier uh, we buy we're probably well I know we're the top one of the top eight largest refrigerated carriers in North America and probably carriers, probably second or third largest refrigeration customer. Uh, so we leveraged that that relationship, and uh, we uh, selected their Carrier Comfort Pro. Uh, that is a diesel-fired APU with a Kubota engine. Um, you know, we've got uh, 12,000 BTUs of cooling, 10,000 BTUs of heating. <clears throat> and in addition, uh, one of the things that a lot of drivers have said is that, hey, uh, I... I, I talk with Sergio and I want to, I want to eat properly with my wellness, but <clears throat> all we currently have is a 1500 watt inverter and I can't run my, uh, you know, my, my fryer, I can't, my air fryer, I can't run my crock pot. There's a lot of things that operators couldn't run. So the carrier APU actually comes with a 6,000 watt generator. We're going to continue to put the uh, 1500 watt inverter in the truck because there's times that you just need constant power, um, watching TV, things like that. You don't necessarily want to run the, the APU <clears throat> to have that 6,000 watts of power all the time because you can supplement with the the inverter. So we, we worked out a deal with Carrier, and uh, this is kind of what we've done. We, we've got these <clears throat> APUs. Uh, our cost is $10,000, and that includes the install. And uh, the way this boils down for the operators, if you're in a 2019 or newer truck, you have the option to put one of these on your lease truck. And uh, the way this boils down is that there's a $500 down, I call, we'll call it a down payment for the lease. Um, and then what it is, it's $131 a week lease payment for the next 18 months. And then what we've done, you either have the options of doing your walkaway lease for your truck in APU, or if you're going to go ahead and do the balloon payment as an independent contractor and buy out your, your truck, uh, we've worked a deal where your APU's on there and you're buying your truck. Um, we'll, uh, we'll work with you on that. I'm not going <clears> to <throat> say it's a dollar or two dollars, but uh, 
we'll, you'll, everything will be talked about at the end. Uh, I venture to pretty much say that Brad's going to say, hey, if you paid 131 weeks uh, over 18 months and you're buying the truck, uh, the AP will be part of your <clears throat> purchase out of your of your balloon payment. So it's a good price. Um, if you think about it, $131 a week, uh, that's not very much. I figure that's maybe one or two hotel nights stay. Uh, you have the uh, comfort control. You've got the additional 6,000 watts of power. So now you can run your microwave, your fryer. Heck, you could actually run a secondary uh, heater in your truck as well um, if you're cold. Um, lots of benefits for the uh, for our operators, and you don't have to worry about the cotton picking things waking yep. up. <laughs> yeah, that is what definitely a complaint I hear a lot about with the start stop is getting woken up and it just not being a very restful night's sleep. And it's already difficult enough to sleep on the road. I couldn't imagine constantly getting woken up when the truck starts up. Um, one of the yeah. things you had. Uh, I, oh, go ahead. No, I, I completely agree. It's, it's one of the, uh, the single most uh, talked about things amongst our driver advisory board and then also our fleet. Now, one of the things um, that has you brought up before was the difference between the Thermo King um, APUs that we had in the past and then now we're going with the carrier. And I, I know a few people have made comments here and there and, and asked questions about, you know, why. Uh, would you care to elaborate for us a little bit? Absolutely. One of the biggest things is we don't buy Thermoking products. We don't have Thermoking reefers. So one of the things that we face every day is if you go to, it's in the summertime and you go into a Thermoking dealer, uh, if your APU is not working, it's not important to them. Um, we really don't have a, any kind of a stick to make them work on it because we're not buying their, we're not having to spend on working on our reefers. So, one of the big things is, is we've got the, the relationship with, with Carrier. Uh, we've got a we've got a comparable, if not a little bit better product. Uh, we've had four of these in the fleet, and we've literally had zero problems with them over the last three years. They've been exceptionally good units. And then the other part is, is if we go into a Carrier dealership, they know us. Um, they're used to seeing the big H for Hirschbach. They're, they're, they understand us. They know that we pay our bills. We've got a long-lasting relationship. So it's easier for them to say, hey, we're going to get you in in the middle of summer when reefer season's going on to work on an APU. So it really gives us a lot of leverage. And the other part is, is everybody's used to going to a carrier. I, I don't mean that in a negative connotation, but, you know, we're used to if we have a refrigerator problem, we go to a carrier. Uh, other than if you have a thermal king, you, we have to find it. We don't have charge accounts with them. We don't have uh, special pricing and leverage. Uh, it just really doesn't work well. Uh, with having their product that is more expensive, uh, that and there's some folks out there you can ask them. They've had nothing but a, a plethora of problems with their, their thermokings, and there's other folks that will say on the other end that you know they've never had a problem at all. But you know, our goal is to have a unit that is not going to have the problems. These things have an 8,000 hour warranty on them, which is significantly more. It's double that of of thermokings. So there's some there's some good good benefits there um that oil change services are are the same three thousand hours so uh, really it's a good partnership with us and carrier that really kind of drew us to that and then looking at what we had in the fleet not having problems with them just it just made good sense for us to continue our partnership with carrier 
And for all of the the new trucks that will be coming into the fleet, those are all going to have the carrier APUs and not the start stop, right? I'm sorry, but you're going to ask that again. Oh, no, no problem. Um, all of the new trucks that are coming into the fleet, those are going to have the carrier APUs on them and they won't have the Yes, stop. they are. That's fantastic. Yes. Yeah, so, so what we're doing is all of the new uh, new equipment coming in, you are absolutely correct. They're going to have a diesel fired APU. We're going to put a carrier comfort pro on these things. So when we hand it over to you, you're going to have this beautiful brand new truck with a diesel powered APU that allows you to go make money and not have to worry about breakdowns. Uh, one of the big things that also will help us with the APUs is that um, our trucks are really inherently not designed to idle. Uh, ever since we put these after treatment systems on the trucks, idling is the death of, of, of the truck. So you get where you have to do a parked regen in the morning uh, after you've slept overnight. That's take 30 to 45 minutes when you're ready to go haul freight. Uh, it causes additional issues with the after treatment system where more check engine lights, uh, just, just downtime frequency and duration increases with idle. Um, it, it just, it goes hand in hand. So this really is an, another way to say our battery APUs are not quite there yet, nor do they provide the creature comforts and the hotel loads that our drivers deserve and want. Um, so this really is, is, the, is the right direction for Hirschbach and our, our driver associates. I know that uh, a lot of drivers that are going to be very excited about that in the future. And, and I know that recruiting always loves to hear APUs are going to be on the truck. So that's all great news. Thank you for sharing that with us, Nick. And this is probably no my problem. favorite part of the podcast is that, um, you know, we've talked and you have done a podcast or a broadcast in the past, right? I have. And so in going forward with the What's Your Drive podcast, we're going to have the news with Nick segment at least once a month. Yay. Yes. I'm excited. I, I, I want to encourage people if you've got uh, questions or, Hey, what are you seeing in the maintenance world? Or uh, if you see some new products out there, I, you know, I'd love for them to send it into you, Bianca, for kind of subject matter. I'm more than happy to go research it and, and talk about it and, you know, get, get some information. Um, I really want to facilitate, an ease of operation of our equipment and, you know, good, clean, safe equipment for our drivers. So uh, I, I look forward to it. I don't know everything. I, I never claimed that I did. And I think that we as a whole, if we ask questions and have people give feedback and work on it, uh, we are a much better organization because of that. I 100% agree. And I think that's that's a great philosophy that we do have around the Hirschback culture is that, you know, we're not afraid of change and we're not afraid of exploring new opportunities. So if you have um, anything that you would like Nick to touch on or any uh, topics, things you're seeing out on the road, you know, get those into me. You can also use the submit feedback app on the, um, on your mobile app. That'll go to Delane. I'm sure she'll forward it to Nick or myself. And um, we look forward to hearing the topics that you would like Nick to cover in the future. And Bianca, not to, to closing out, uh, the big H on Hirschbach stands for home. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Um, is there anything else that you want to touch on today, Nick? No, I think we're good. I just, uh, 
you know, we're getting into the spring season and uh, I want everybody to be prepared or, you know, rates going to pick up and it's already picked up. I mean, <laughs> with the COVID virus, but yep, just like you know, the, the, one of the big things is it, it is one of the big things that we need to kind of keep an eye on is our reefers uh, holding temperature. Uh, one of the things that, you know, we can reach out to my team. If you're seeing something that's not holding temperature or you're getting some alarms um, with the transition from, Winter over to spring and summer, we may have to wash out the condensers, uh, a real common thing. So um, stay tuned. We try to do that as it comes to the terminals. But, um, oh, one other thing, um, just to get this out here is, you know, we, we have a partnership with Love's, and uh, we have the tire pass system. Everybody in our fleet is, uh, you can have two free tire pass systems a month. So use this to where... You can measure your tire pressure. We can we can get the tread depth. It really uh, provides just here's a statistic, young for what we found out. Uh, over the last two months, we've had roughly 600 units go through Love's tire pass system, and 50 percent of those trucks have low tires. Which, yeah, if I was a betting person, I would have lost. Wow. So you know, this is a great opportunity. Uh, I know. You know, getting down and trying to check, check tire pressure with the tire gauge and all that stuff is can be very tenuous. And you know, if you you suffer from other ailments or things like that, it can it can be painful. Uh, so use this service. Uh, you can go in; it's it's free of charge. Uh, the great thing is, is it feeds that information directly back to Rotasys. So if we see something is wrong, in a lot of cases, we're getting it fixed right there at Loves. If, it, if it's critical, the other part is, is we can kind of get you routed into a terminal really like we've got a mismatched tire or we've got something that's happening, we can get those those taken care of. So you don't get our drivers don't get stuck out there without uh, good good safe equipment. So one thing use the Lowe's tire pass system. Uh, they've been a good partner with us. Mm-hmm. It's a great great service for our operators to be able to get their tires checked and to and to really kind of alleviate some of that back breaking work and of uh, putting a tire gauge on these wide base tires. So uh, just kind of one of those additional perks for working with Hirschbach that, mm-hmm. uh, uh, again, this is this is one of those things free of charge to our operators. Um, we want to mitigate any type of downtime. So, yeah. But, Bianca, that's it. Uh, thank you for sticking with me today. I, again, look forward to it and really look forward to what our operators uh, send in for suggestions and comments or, you know, or tell me exactly where I need to go. I'm, I'm okay with that. So. <laughs> Uh, but thank you. <laughs> of course. No, thank you. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us and, and share your wisdom. And we look forward to having you back on again next month. All right. Thanks, Bianca. Have a great day. Thanks. You too, Nick. Thanks for listening to the What's Your Drive podcast. We'd sure appreciate it if you subscribe or share the podcast with a friend. Leave us a review. And if you'd like to see more, stop by our website at whatsyourdrive-podcast.com. While you're there, leave us some feedback on the show and share your future topic ideas. Roll safe, everyone.